0: I'm really good at not going immediately on in the morning and I also don't scroll when I'm trying to wind down so um, I yeah. might do other things on my phone when I'm trying to wind down. Like what? I'm, I'm known to play an occasional game of Solitaire or terrors. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Wild. <laughs> I know, such a problem.
1: Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm
0: Janice. We are Breakup Coaches, here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken hearts, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Welcome to X-Files, everybody. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Janice. How are you? I'm great. Things are so great right now. Yes. (laughs) And (laughs) most of all, um, X Files is great. And we're just having such a good time with the show. And things are happening so much in X Files land. We have our Patreon. We've got great episodes coming out, lots of plans and things going on. So thank you to everyone out there for being part of the community and for being supporters of the show. If you want to take it to the next level, so to speak, Um, and work one-on-one with both well not with both of us I guess you could you could (laughs) (laughs) I guess why not go for it yeah (laughs) Um, but uh, currently Claire and I see um, clients separately if you know you think one of us might be a match for you um, I think the best thing to do is to hit us up on Instagram that's where I at least hang out the most yeah send us a DM we will be in touch quickly with information on what that would look like for you
1: Awesome, yeah, we both have very different styles. So I know I think you yeah. know people will probably be drawn to either one of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but today we are talking about a social media, digital detox, Ooh, cool. what have you. We often talk about the benefits of blocking your ex on social media. And I think we've even said that after a breakup, it's a good time to spend less time on social media Anyways, yes. but today we're going to talk about why a full blown social media detox could be a
0: good idea. Yep. I like this for people after a breakup. I think, you know, like we often talk about after a breakup, it's such a good time to think about things like personal development and where you might want to make changes in your life. And this could be a really, really great opportunity for you to kind of reexamine your social media usage. And yes, as we will talk about, there's a lots of reasons why you don't necessarily need to, or it would behoove you to, to step back from social media. I know, um, you know, so often I hear from people that, you know, they get sidetracked because of seeing this or that. And it's yeah. like, well, how about prevent yourself from seeing it? Yeah,
1: you know, just for a short time, we're not recommending that you, you know, move to the woods and disconnect from all Mm -hmm. technology, you know, Um, it's just when you're particularly like fragile, like after Mm -hmm. a breakup, um, social media's negative effects, I think can be felt a lot more um I know a history of Mm -hmm. like taking time off of social media Janice do you want to tell us about how you took time off of Facebook I think after
0: break yeah um I did end up not I I I took a, a, a very intentional break where I was I said I will not be going on Facebook for really until I felt better it ended up being two weeks, and this was after I broke up with Laundry Boy back in Melbourne. Um, as I've mentioned many times, I was in a very big social network when I was in Australia and we were in the same social network. And I mean, I had—I don't know. I had regrets about the fact that we had been so public about our relationship and um, because I had posted, well, we had both posted so much about our relationship. I just knew that the fact that now we were, you know, suddenly not posting pictures of ourselves every day, Mm -hmm. um, that it would just be obvious to everyone. And that was just kind of in my head a lot that I don't know, shame, embarrassment, just and also just not wanting to deal with, with that. Um, I decided yes, to take a break from Facebook and also I was definitely having the, like resentment at everyone who, who's happy, <laughs> yeah. um, vibes going on. Um, You're so like, I, 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 I just knew I didn't Go want to expose engaged. myself to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And especially like, I don't know, I think, um, t- t- my kind of, uh, network right now um a lot of people are in that like 25 to 32 ish Mm -hmm. range Mm -hmm. like and it's like every day someone's getting engaged or someone's having a baby Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. facebook and so if those are triggers for you Mm -hmm. and you're like just going through a breakup and you're
0: like well shit <laughs> and I, you know and I do also hear from people that they struggle with um seeing that their friends are getting engaged when they've just broken up with someone um
1: yeah.
0: I you know as someone who's you know, yeah don't know if I'm gonna get married again I don't like fully um get that but I know that it can get in your head yeah so it's a common I trigger took, we hear about so. yeah um I mean and look just um don't expose yourself to it I, I you know what to be honest I th- Think I might have deactivated my account. To be honest, I know that I deleted it from my phone. Yes. Yeah. And I just, you know, you don't have to delete it. You don't need to start completely over. The really cool thing about Facebook, at least, is that you could go in and deactivate your account with just a couple clicks, and then when you're ready, you can come back in and activate -activate your account again. It's it's really simple. Um, In fact uh, this isn't completely related, but I've also really struggled with the birthday blues and I've so much so that for a couple of years, I would go in and deactivate my Facebook account in like the couple days before and after my birthday, because I just couldn't handle this posting on your wall on your birthday. I, and so I didn't do that this year. And one reason being, so I took two weeks off of Instagram, of Facebook, um, And I was in such a bad mood, I don't think I posted on Instagram, but I think I probably went in there. But when I came back to Facebook, I wasn't really that into Facebook anymore. And just so everyone doesn't think that I'm so unhip. This was like four (laughs) or five years ago when Facebook was like really popular. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, and also I have to say I was a Facebook junkie. I used it so much. I posted so often. I posted status updates constantly. I was definitely one of the people that what hung out there all all the time all and so it was a big deal for me not to do it but really one of the best things is when I came back from it I had such little desire to post anything I have I don't think I posted a status update since I've moved to moved to America that's three years maybe I (laughs) Who knows? I might have done it once. Yesterday, I got really spontaneous, and so I currently use Facebook because I do event planning for the ex Mormon community here in Colorado, and I do it for the X Files Facebook group. Yeah, Um, I am active in our Facebook group. I want everyone to know who's listening. (laughs) Uh, So yesterday, I ran, I went on there to do something for the ex Mormon group, and I saw an article on childless women responses that they give to people when they're asked why they don't have kids Ooh. <laughs> and I want to say also one of the things I'll talk about later is I do not scroll on Facebook um oh. I don't go into you know the so-called feed I just kind of go to my groups and leave it at that but I opened it and saw this article anyways I posted yeah. it and people were like getting in touch with me like Janice <laughs> <Get it here>! yeah <laughs> Why you <laughs> because it's so That's rare for funny. me to post but when I saw this article um I, yeah. you know, I I was like yeah we you know we need to be talking about this more Anyways, so that algorithm was like, yes, yes. We had one success (laughs) in three (laughs) years. We got her back. Um, So, but I I have to say, I felt and I still feel that uh, Facebook isn't a positive space for me. I don't really feel the need to be telling everyone my business right now. I noticed that I, I feel like for whatever reason, it attracts a lot of negativity, which, you know, we'll talk about it's probably, you know, possibly designed that way. Um, so yeah, I, I found myself without a desire to do it much more. I hang out on Instagram now, but, um, I would say, I I don't know if I would say it was difficult, probably because I'm such a disciplined person, but I will say one thing that I think everyone can relate to is that it helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Breakup and just focusing on my on myself and my own healing and eliminating that from the equation. Absolutely. One of the best things I did.
1: Yeah, completely. I took time off of posting after my big breakup moment. Um <laughs> And that wasn't, like, intentional. It was just that every time I got on there, like, I was still very sad um, and Mm. didn't really have anything I wanted to share. (laughs) And it just felt, like, very hollow and, like, fakey
0: to be, Mm. like, posting something about, like, how awesome life was, you know? Well, and also one of the tips that we gave in the social media after a breakup episode was – it's really not a good look to be going on there and yeah. putting out like negative stuff and telling people yeah. how much you're hurting. And yeah. you know, for so many reasons, you know, you don't have consent to do that. Um, you know, negativity breeds negativity. So yeah, that's a great um, point, Claire. If you're not feeling positive, yeah, and you don't want to share something super negative, maybe just skip it all together.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, I, but I think I still you know, scrolled and stuff on social media, but it just didn't feel as good. Um, This episode in particular came up because I've been feeling so addicted (laughs) to social media and I was doing my own kind of research into it and I'm like, all right, I need some motivation to do a little break from social media. Um, and having an episode to prepare for gave me the, the spine it took to take myself off of the infinite feed varieties. So we'll go more into that later, but basically like, I just didn't really feel in control anymore. Um, and it's, it's like, kind of like that thing you hear about with alcoholics where it's like, you know, I you don't feel like super drawn to taking that first drink but once you do you can't stop Mm -hmm. you know um and if if i logged on i would not be there for just a little it's like i'd be there all day so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like i'd try to delay it as much as possible and eventually i'd be like oh it's okay i can totally just go on for five minutes no um (laughs) 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 <laughs> and yeah and that's that's me mostly, mostly TikTok, really um so yeah uh my screen time every day was out of hand and that's even for someone who you know like i am on socials promoting the podcast a lot of the time and that made it hard for me to like not just start scrolling basically mm-hmm. um I think especially TikTok has like a lot of positives as well. Like probably half of my clients in sessions have mentioned TikTok okay during sessions does that happen for you
0: or I I mean you know I think this is just a good example um such different things happen between our clients um I've never been a TikTok person so maybe for some reason I'm not attracting other TikTok people (laughs) um so I guess I would say you know of course it comes out TikTok's popular but I wouldn't say as much as it sounds like it does for you yeah
1: yeah it's you know like I think it's it can be a starting place, like an uh, an introduction for positive concepts about relationships and communication, mm-hmm. self-care and all these things. And that's usually how it comes up. It's not like, oh, I saw something funny. It's like, oh, I saw this thing on TikTok. I'd like to talk about it more with you and actually learn more about it, which is positive. I think, okay. you know, it's like germinating ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can also germinate negative ideas, right? Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah. So why would you take a break? As we mentioned, FOMO and comparison. I know that people struggle with this for a variety of reasons. Um, I think it's important to remember People are definitely posting the best of their lives on there. There's also, I've heard lots and lots and lots and lots of stories about how some people aren't even real, perhaps maybe, especially on Instagram. Um, And if you struggle with, especially after a breakup, thinking that everyone else's relationship is so happy, everyone else has it together, everyone's getting engaged, having babies, not... (laughs) Not not sure why you, you you know that would make you jealous, but <laughs> just, <laughs> well, um, I know people I know do want to have babies. People people so. want that, but uh, exactly, and so it can just really quickly you can very quickly start to feel like you are the one with the problems, yeah, and not everybody else. And why does everyone else have it together and not me? Yeah, that is absolutely not what you need after a breakup. No,
1: no, exactly, hmm. and also like. Can we talk about the fact that socials are fake hot take but you know mm-hmm. even if someone's getting engaged or something like it doesn't mean that their
0: relationship is actually even good like yeah. <laughs> good i things. really want to remind people this I, I don't know how important this is to say but the number of people who are in healthy, happy relationships is actually, it's the minority. I know this because of what I do. I know this because of having lots of friends. I know yeah. this because of life experience,
1: yeah. you know,
0: however, when you're looking at a picture of, you know, a gorgeous, happy couple, it's easy to yeah. forget that you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. A lot of people yeah. really want to make their relationships work. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the relationship that you want to be in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know for me,
0: sometimes I kind of would overcompensate on social media when my relationships weren't going well. I don't know if other people do that, but it could be something to remember. You know, we talked about the birthday post that I sent my ex in a recent episode from like 12 years ago where I was saying, you know, he was the most supportive partner a woman could ask for, like, seriously gag me with a spoon. I remember (laughs) we were having so many problems when I wrote that. I remember. Um, And I was trying to save the relationship. You know, I was trying to, you know, let him know how much I cared about him. But if you would, I mean, we were really, really struggling at that point.
1: Yeah. And also there's, you know, I think if, if it's not like, oh my God, how stupid of them for trying to like compensate. No, that's not what we're saying at all. In fact, it could be someone who's like, okay, like I, you know, I know that I have to say things in the present tense in order to train my mind to be mm. grateful for things like maybe it's not that the relationship is bad. Maybe they just don't want to be in it anymore and they're trying desperately to get back into oh, a thousand percent Yes, wanting to stay. And you know, they're mm-hmm. like, look how amazing this is, because I'm trying to convince myself right now. Like,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we must have broken up like not even six six months later. Um, yeah. And it's not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not judging anyone for doing this. I'm just saying if you're struggling with a breakup or recovering from a breakup, uh, it's really easy to just think everyone's wonderful. And I say yeah. it skip it all together. Give
1: it all together.
0: Because it's not. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, even if it was but okay so let's
1: go on (laughs) another thing is social media is made to be addictive Mm -hmm. um watch the social dilemma if this is a new concept to you I'm sure this probably isn't but I think especially when you're in uh in a like a really hard place emotionally a lot of people will go to social media to kind of just distract themselves and numb out and not think about their life Mm -hmm. and i think that if you lean into that too heavily you're gonna coming out the other side is going to be harder because now your whole existence is based around you know like what you see online instead of making new like in-person new friendships um, new in-person experiences and stuff and as as things open up more again like those are options and would be much healthier mentally healthier options to if you're going to distract yourself do it with in-person things that are not made to be like addictive and kind of mm. trap you in a cycle, you know? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Great point. Of course, there is the potential to be triggered. You could see your ex, as we said, other couples who seem happy. And, you know, I have to say, I have been so surprised at the types of things that I've heard clients say triggers them to think about their ex when they go on social media, you know, things like seeing a family member of their ex or a friend of their ex or someone doing their ex's hobby, you know, like things that I would not think would, you know, correlate, but they do because you're having withdrawals from the person. And so it's very easy to be reminded of them when you're looking at so many photos and so much imagery and so much content of people all over the world. Yeah. And you don't need that. You need to be doing things that, you know, will make you feel good right now. Not things that could potentially hurt you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, things will trickle you in the real world as well, but at least it'll Mm -hmm. be less frequent and less difficult. Yeah.
0: Um, We have loved creating free and accessible healing resources for people around the world who are looking for support on their breakups, broken hearts, and moving on journeys. Each day we receive DMs from many of you who have let us know the positive impact X-Files is making in your life. Our vision for the second year of our show is something that we both feel so completely. We are looking forward to continuing to share useful resources each week, but also expanding our offerings to help people go more deeply with their healing and growth.
1: Part of our vision is expanding the connection with our community. And to do that, we are thrilled to be launching the X-Files Patreon growing this aspect of our community will allow us to keep creating great content for everyone each week and also start developing even more healing resources and support we would love for you to be part of the first group of the x-files patrons so head to the link in the show notes now to sign up for either the five dollar or the ten dollar level and we will both be looking forward to connecting with you very soon Another reason, socials can be very toxic. It seems like everyone's angry about something. There's always something terrible happening in the world. Um, I know for me, like I started um, uh, when I was working at the nonprofit, I was um, coordinating the large animal rescue team. There's plenty of fires in California. So that became my thing. When there was a fire, I would just like, binge on you know K U Y T and like all of the <laughs> all of the news about the fire and mm. I would be tracking it that way and I I recognize that same pattern with other world events now too so yeah um you know it's like first it was Trump being elected. And then it was like, you know, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. And mm-hmm. then it was like, you know, uh, Trump not getting elected. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> and, like, I mean, that was more of a positive thing. That was a positive uh-huh. thing. But right? You know, mm-hmm. Ukraine, like that sent me down a mm-hmm. spiral of, you know, binging Tiktoks mm-hmm. um, for weeks, a couple weeks. And now I Like, I can't, I can't do it anymore because it just, it like affected me so much. I was Mm -hmm. just, yeah, just absolutely gutted. And now it's happening again with current events. With the Supreme Court. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going
0: to, I'm going to talk about that for sure. I mean, we already know what's going on. We don't need to look at everyone's anger over it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. So a break from social media can also help you get to know yourself without hours of distraction. This is such a good point. You completely, yes, like Claire said, you numb yourself out. You don't think about what you want. You get um, overstimulated and you, you know, forget, you know, what you want out of life and who you are. And I think maybe one of my equivalents to the social media detox would be when I decided in Melbourne that I wasn't gonna socialize for a while because I was just so overstimulated all of the time. And you know, I think social media played into it because the Melbourne community was on Facebook, like no one's business. Um, and yeah, I forgot what I wanted out of life. So taking a break uh, helped me regroup big time. And similarly, It helps you to be in the present moment. I love this. This is one reason why I love to, you know, solo travel. And when I solo travel, I typically don't really post that much. Um, You know, if I have a great photo, as with my current trip, I'll post it. But, you know, normally I'm posting on Instagram multiple times a day. And that's because when I travel, I just want to, you know, just be with the moment. And I assure you that if you can cut down on your social media intake, you will find that you're um, you're a lot more mindful and that you're enjoying uh, the moments um, a lot more. It's hard to believe, but you'll start yeah. to notice, I'm sure.
1: Definitely, definitely. So this is usually the section of the episode where we discuss what research indicates. However, for this topic, the research was all over the place. Oh, really? whatever your opinion you can find research to support it um and what was really interesting is that it was actually quite difficult on google scholar to find things that supported the fact that social media is bad for your mental health or that it's bad for your self-esteem
0: what oh, that is surprising. yeah
1: hmm. there were plenty of studies that were made on that basis it's just that they didn't prove it which
0: I don't know. It I have people because we've all me felt it. Hurts it. Them. <laughs> it <hurts laughs> them. I mean, and it, it hurt hurts me.
1: And- I know yeah. it. Like yeah. So I don't know if there's like interests interfering with research or something. Um, there was research about you know like teens and stuff,
0: but mm-hmm. if nothing that was really focused on adults. But there is Um, research that that clearly indicates that seeing a picture of your ex after a breakup does hurt. Yeah. And we've talked about studies where people, you know, had the same triggers in their brain as they would with, um, with other painful experiences. And so if you, Yeah. yeah, there's that correlation.
1: Definitely, yeah, and I think you know just maybe this research isn't um, super readily available or something yeah. on Google Scholar, which is what I usually use. Um, so you know, be that what you it is, right. Um, one thing that's related to social media detoxing is like a complete dopamine detox. <laughs> Um, Which is where you cut out everything that kind of is, I guess, online that's going to be giving you that like burst of dopamine. So that includes like podcasts and shit, um, which I did not (laughs) do. I did not do. um, And some people say, you know, hey, a dopamine detox is actually impossible because you can never just stop your brain from releasing dopamine. Mm -hmm. Um, And just they say, you know, the whole thing is kind of a hoax. some people say that socials are training our brains to have trouble focusing on longer tasks or things that don't give us such a rush of neurochemicals and i totally totally feel that like yeah, I've i talked about it with friends as well um i actually did um my version of a social media detox um with my friend chris and she you know has oh, been this one recently yeah oh cool she did feeling it too? the same thing yeah she did it we did awesome. it the same the same we did on it. Monday through Friday so that's awesome I hope that you yeah. tell us more about it I think that's great uh, yeah it was awesome so I highly recommend doing
0: it with a friend if you yes. decide to do this um well it's great for a breakup yeah. because you're going to be connecting with someone on a real person something <laughs> kind of challenging and something yeah. kind of um you know come confronting and but then you also have the chance yeah to um like actually bond and over relate something. to each other and support each other yes. which is great yeah. I love that yeah yeah
1: so for me I definitely feel the impact of short form content on my ability to concentrate and my ability to focus um yeah, just to illustrate this, right? I've been on Facebook for like way more than 10 years and Instagram for probably like 8 or 9 years and nothing compares to the past couple years of being on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing I've just compares. nothing oh compares. Oh. Like the addiction level oh. is ridiculous. Um and I've just felt like the most negative impacts of social media. Than I've ever felt. Um, I, you know, there's uh, the social dilemma. The movie talks about this, where it's like the intermittent reinforcement of the mm-hmm. like infinite scroll, the for you page, where it's like you don't know what's coming next. Is it going to be something super amazing or is it not? And it's like your brain is like, ooh, mm-hmm. just keep going because maybe we'll get like a really good hit next. It's like what gambling is based on, um, and. You know the highly emotionally engaging content in snack sized pieces was hurting my ability to focus on anything less rewarding even entertainment wise let alone like my work or my goals or you know yeah. it just yeah. was really interfering um and so for me like i wasn't necessarily trying to do a dopamine detox i was more detoxing from the habit of what social media you know that's a great point yeah so it's like um yeah I think we'll we'll talk about it but um during the week when I was like okay no Instagram no TikTok because those are like the two infinite scrolls that I'm particularly bent towards Mm -hmm. literally anytime I had a spare moment like my fingers would immediately take me to one of the two. And I'm like, "Whoa, no, oh and I'd God. like close it. And it's uh-huh. just like, I wasn't even thinking. It's just like automatically muscle memory would just open up an app. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just such
0: a problem. <laughs> it's such a problem. So something a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, sure. exactly. I think also some people do it with app dating apps.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anything you get in the habit of filling like, any spare moment with, like that takes over. And then once you're in the feed, then all of the addictive properties of it start working on you and it's hard to put it down. Mm -hmm. And so if you can work on the habit of not picking it up in the first place, then, you know, you're going to
0: enter the cycle less, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that frees up a lot of time to think about other things, to do other things, to clean your apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Which is um, actually highly chemically rewarding in your brain chemistry. So Uh So why consider a digital detox after a breakup? So, it's clear that social media has a negative impact on our mental health. And even on a good day, scrolling opens the door to the worst of the world landing at your feet, making even a good day feel kind of privileged and Pollyanna-ish. So like, how could you have a good day when there's so much injustice in the world? And then you mix in a devastating breakup and possibly unprocessed trauma, and you just let the For You page take a stab at your Rolodex of triggers. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just not safe. So i did a social media break
0: <laughs> very recently everyone recently, you know claire's yeah. proof that you can Couple do it and ago. i know that she did have a little bit of a tiktok addiction because she uh, talked yeah. to me quite a bit about <laughs> it so i think it's really it's really important you know you did this and other people can do it too yeah exactly and it was important to
1: me that i did it before we did an episode on it so i wasn't like do this and i can't um <laughs> i can i did I it can't. um <laughs> So my rules were no Instagram and no TikTok because those were the two things that like I always had the like the addiction and the pull to. Mm -hmm. So anything with an infinite scroll, basically. Um, I'm not really on Snapchat a lot. So I didn't really have a problem with not doing it. Um, I didn't go on Snapchat the whole time, but it wasn't on my list of things to avoid because, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. yeah. easy. I wasn't on it. But I did allow YouTube because what I had been finding is that I was not able to concentrate on a full YouTube video before this detox. And so I'm like, you can watch YouTube, you can listen to podcasts, anything Mm -hmm. long form, anything over 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. go for it. Because that actually is something is like, I want to be able to do this again without getting bored and feeling like I need to go do something else because it's like, get to the point. I need, you know, 30 Mm. seconds to a three minute video and even three minutes is sometimes too long. You know, did you find that it was more
0: meaningful for it to be a longer form at all? Um, yes,
1: I think so. Like, I think you can get deeper into topics and everything. Like most of what Mm -hmm. I was watching on YouTube was like running blogs or, um, okay. Or like, you know, things about astrology and Reiki and shit. So, you know, it was like <laughs> okay. very educational. Themed. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, what was it like during the (laughs) process i mentioned before that it's like anytime i sat down and had a minute like i would accidentally open something and close it really fast so Mm -hmm. um you know that happened um uh it was really helpful to be able to text chris when i was like oh my god this is so hard and she would like text me when it was hard for her so that was awesome um Afterwards, my focus on work and long form content is much better now. Here's the thing for the couple days afterwards, I did not feel like going on social media like mm. at all. Um, and like I recognized moments when I typically would have. And I did go on it a couple times, but it was easier to put it down, which was like the main thing. It's a lot like how you felt about facebook when you came back you were like actually i don't give a shit
0: anymore i it was kind of like i kind of wanted to get it back because you know it had been kind of an outlet for me and yeah uh, i think that i it did help me you know i to numb or something so i kind of wanted to yeah get back into the swing of it and i i never did yeah well that's
1: awesome um (laughs) but um yeah over over the like two or three days afterwards it did like on the third day i was using more social media than i did on the first day afterwards and then i got a reiki attunement and so for the i think that really interfered because for the next week i was like no i don't feel like going on social media that's awesome every time i did like on instagram like i have i follow you know like probably two-thirds less people than i did at the beginning because every time i go on there since then <laughs> i unfollow people because i'm like oh, i love don't it. care about this oh. i don't care about this i just go down oh, the feed and i just unfollow and unfollow and unfollow <laughs> oh i haven't done that in a while i probably should yeah that's great so i think having a basically spiritual awakening during the reiki attunement probably changes the impacts of the social media detox
0: but and that can happen after a breakup you really can find that you look at life different and if you're intentional about it you could totally be a different person yeah i think maybe that's you know why i i lost my interest because i was having yeah yeah awakening at the yeah
1: you were becoming a different person you were Mm -hmm. seeing
0: through the yeah Yeah. (laughs) whateverness. Yeah. Well Claire I just love that. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you you know for the detox um you know in um to benefit the show. I <laughs> I I think that it's wonderful. Um have you noticed I mean at night I know I know you used to go on TikTok quite a lot. Do you notice that you don't want to go on TikTok at night as much?
1: Um I you know it kind of depends on the night. Now it's more of an intentional thing. Last night I was on TikTok the night before I wanted to do something else. And so I did. And so that Mm -hmm. was, you know, that's kind of the difference now is it's slightly less rewarding. It's so hard to judge because like we said earlier, like when terrible things are happening in the world, that kind of contributes to my social media use. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the past week uh, has been you know, a lot of that. It's been
0: a doozy and <laughs> kind a of scary. Yes,
1: yeah. All right, but it's good to know that I can and that I have the the ability to. That's yeah. I think the main benefit for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good point. That's how I feel about some of my vices for sure, because I know that I I can take it or leave it. I don't, you know, not feeling addicted or reliant on something is important to me. Yeah. So let's talk about how to keep social media positive after a breakup. I thought um, I would share some of my tips slash Claire asked me to share some of my tips. (laughs) I do currently use Instagram quite a bit. And like I said, Facebook, I find that I gain a lot of positives out of it, um, including that I make new connections with people. Um all of the time. I'm just sitting here thinking about um close friends that I've met just in the past year on yeah. on social media. So here are some of my tips. First of all, I have a pretty strict positive vibes only when it comes to social media. Personally, uh, not in my life, but on social media, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, yes, this has been challenging recently with what's happening in the Supreme Court. Um, however, even with this on my mind, I'm conscious of not processing what I'm going through or what I'm feeling about it on online. You know, yeah. I read the news, I think about it. Ah, uh, but not on on social media. So yeah. that means that I pr- try, or I pretty much only share positive posts. Even when I'm talking about something from my past, which I do because I hope that it helps people. I, I, you know, I put a positive spin on it. Yeah. Um, uh, as someone who's you know kind of has a public profile, and as a coach and a podcaster, I will think about what I want to post. You know, probably a week ahead of time, and. Um, first of all, I kind of think about what I want to share and the types of things that I want to post around. And then I kind of plan it out a little bit. Yeah. I also don't make negative comments on other people's posts. Yeah. I'm pretty strict (laughs) about that. I know that that sends some people into, you know, kind of a, either a tailspin or a rabbit hole, or that can quickly find you, you know, cycling and being caught up in the the negativity of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I also don't, you know, send negative messages to people. And I also don't really respond to negative messages. Um, FYI for anyone who, you know, doesn't (laughs) like the podcast, you probably want to hear back from us if you, if you let us know. Feel free to tell us
1: though. We do read it oh we, we read don't it yeah respond. but i don't en-
0: i i don't engage with
1: yeah because it's it. your opinion you are super welcome to <laughs> not like this podcast and to not listen ever again yeah. like we don't want you to listen if you're not liking it so but if you are liking it we're glad you're here so yeah but we're not going to try to convince you we- otherwise <laughs> if you don't like
0: it That's and fine. certainly we, <laughs> i mean we get uh, way more positive messages, Way which more I po- love. Yes, yes, exactly. People keep those coming. If you appreciate the podcast and want to let us know you appreciate it, we love it. We would also love it if you would leave us a review on Apple <laughs> Podcasts and let us know. Only the people <laughs> who love it. <laughs> yes. If you love it. Um, we haven't mentioned that in a while, but it really is seriously rocks my world when people yeah. leave reviews. So something else that I do that may help people, I have the, the notifications for DMs turned off on my phone. Oh my God, me too. I wow. use DMs, yes, but I do not have them popping up on my phone, which I yeah. consider, you know, kind of like, I wouldn't say a sacred space, but a, <laughs> a safe space for me. Because <laughs> I love my phone. A I'm definitely one space. of those touch my phone people, which, you know, it my is- My phone is a temple. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, because it's right here next to me. And so I yeah, don't really, it follows I, you around. Stuff just <laughs> popping up. So, yeah. you know, you can turn those off. Um, I, you know, will typically go into my DMs in the morning. And then if I really, if I quote, need to be discussing something with someone, um, you know, setting setting something up, doing, you know, work-related stuff, uh, collaborations, I'll put it on my laptop so I can work, so I can DM while I, you know, during my workday. Mm-hmm. So I also limit my time. I do also admit, Claire, that I can get distracted in the middle of the day by scrolling. Um, Just, I don't know. I wouldn't say because I feel bored, but just maybe needing a tiny break or something. Yeah. Um, But I will say I'm really good at not going immediately on in the morning. And I also don't scroll when I'm trying to wind down. That's good. So um, I might do other things on my phone when I'm trying to wind down. Like what? I'm, I'm known to play an occasional game of solitaire or something. (laughs) (laughs) Wild. I know, such a problem. such Um, a problem. But my overall goal is that, you know, I like to distract my mind with something calming and low key. Yeah. uh, And like probably the couple hours before I, before I go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this, you know, if, very many people out there can uh, relate to this, but I don't get too worried about my numbers or yeah. you know people so, responding yeah. to my posts that type of thing. I know other people you know in in this space do um, that just doesn't light my yeah. light in any way. You know, I hear other coaches and podcasters talking about, you know, engagement and numbers, and it's not worth it unless you get this much. And I just, I can't get, I, I just don't care. I, I post <laughs> things that I think people are going to like, and that I like. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a big one. I do not look at the accounts of people that I'm not on good terms with, or that trigger me in any way. Nice. so like my family members for instance i you know don't go and looking at their accounts anyone who mm-hmm. i've possibly had a falling out with all of that yeah and like claire said i use social media as a really great networking tool which i am actually really thankful for i've made multiple friends this way colleagues this way mm-hmm. uh, i got connected with uh, last week's host or last week's um guest Brian through social media. Um, I do this by sending positive intro messages to people and then being really supportive of my colleagues accounts. Yeah. And it has, it has been great for sure. Yeah. And um, you know, likewise, I only follow people who make me happy despite being a very political person, for instance. Um, I don't really follow very many political accounts yeah. I find that I get stressed very easily and overwhelmed. And well, yeah. Um, so I'm glad that you- people are doing that. And I think it probably serves a, a purpose. But for, for yeah. me, I, I don't follow. And
1: also it's like yeah. they're preaching to the choir. Like you've got the messages. You yeah. are, you know, you're you are doing the work outside of social media. You don't need to be convinced. I think a lot yeah. of these accounts
0: are trying to like get People on board with the know idea, what they're you doing know. because yeah, you're right. I mean, I suppose there's trolls out there who follow, like you know, a conservative person who might be or, a, you know, anti-choice person who might be following a feminist account just yeah. uh, to just be a, a troll. troll. But I don't know. I feel like some a lot of the liberal or a lot of the political content out there is, you know. I I think a lot of people are following it who already agree. So for me, when I, you know, okay, I do follow a couple of feminist accounts and I know sometimes I see the posts and it just like, yes, it reinforces how I feel and it makes me feel good. Like, yeah, Yeah. Um, (laughs) but again, I already felt that way. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. This is a whole nother rabbit hole as far it's as your online other, content why are they doing and this? the purpose. And yeah, but I don't you know, know if you're the out man there, inspired. You know, keep doing your thing, but I might not be following you. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, yeah. And I think that's, that's important too. If there's like people in your life that you're like, well, I don't want to like unfollow them because they're going to notice there's this thing called, uh, what is it?
0: Unsubscribe New? or something. Uh, mute. That's it. I have have so many people muted on Instagram um, (laughs) because yeah, I don't, you know, want to cause any rift or something or make things worse. You know, if I'm, if I've really on bad terms with someone I would unfollow, but yeah, I just, you just go in if you hide the post and then it gives you the, the option to mute someone permanently or mute someone for a month and then you just don't see their posts. And it's yeah. all good.
1: And they can still see yours and they don't know that anything is different. So yeah. that's yeah. nice. Um on TikTok, I've found if something bad is happening in the world and your entire feed is like filled with it, um go and search by a topic and then just watch that category. So, okay. you know, I'll do that with like um you Know, like running inspiration videos or something we'll that's get, awesome like, stoked for my run and not have to like see content about like Astro World over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> like so, um,
0: or you know, read a book or do something else. Um, oh man, I mean, this is yeah. another topic that we could just completely go in because, yeah, there's lots and lots there's and so lots of other things positive to do. things. To do. Yeah, yeah it's. There's so many other things to do. I
1: am doing really well on my 50 book goal for the year. Yeah. Claire. Um, yeah. Where am I at? I think I'm on like, I am on, uh, okay. I'm on 15 books done. So that's great. Actually, you're I, smash need it. I need to hustle. No, no, I need no, to, I need to actually for 50 in a year and it's May. Eh, I mean, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, you know what? Um, my secret is I read in the morning. I get up a little extra early. I make coffee and then I read for between a half hour and an hour every uh-huh. morning. I know it's not going to work for everyone, but you know, you yeah. might want to consider yeah. that. And that's also yeah. another reason why I don't scroll in the morning is because I I'm reading. You're doing and something else, yeah. Oh, and it's just such a luxurious, you know, indulgent thing to to do. And it yeah. doesn't. It yeah. I'd rather be reading in bed in the morning than and scrolling yeah. well claire that was that was interesting um i would love to hear from people if you had a positive experience with a digital detox please yeah let us know if you like this episode like we said go ahead and leave us a review and we also wanted to let you know there are more x files resources to help you first yeah. of all one of our early episodes don't judge us for the sound quality. But um, episode 11, social media after a breakup. That was a great episode, I would love to have people go and take a listen. We talk about our own experiences. We talk about why you might want to consider, um, you know, taking a break and we talk about, you know, do's and don'ts of using social media after a breakup. We get pretty specific about, you know, things that people might be tempted to do after a breakup. And yeah, um, it's a good episode. That's a, that's a good one. I was looking at our notes from that, um, earlier episode 31 the best things that we did after a breakup Ooh, talk whoop. about social media we talk about a bunch of other things that you might want to consider right now mm-hmm. and a more recent episode episode 90 to block or not to block Ooh. Mm-hmm. block Uh, Go go ahead and push the block. Um, it's not going to be as bad as you think it is, yeah. Everyone, and yeah, that's a that's actually great because you won't
1: know if there's any repercussions because they can't get in touch with you. Yeah, they should be blocking
0: you, and you should be blocking them a thousand percent. Um, I mean we want everyone listening to succeed and we want everyone to beat their breakup and heal from this and come out better on the other side. So, you know what? You might want to just consider taking some of our advice today. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was a good episode. I am excited to hear what you guys think and we will see you next week for another episode. And, you know, if you have any requests, please let us know in the DMs. If you love this leave us a review mm-hmm. if you super love us follow our patreon yep. um and we'll
0: talk to your ears again very soon bye everyone thank you for listening to x-files a podcast about breakups broken hearts and moving on
1: if you liked this episode please help others find us by leaving a review
0: on apple podcasts or by following the show on spotify and if you'd like to connect more with us and learn about break approaching Find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.